You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back uh, live from Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools in the high school of Bishop Ryan. And uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father Jaden Nelson. We are broadcasting live. Uh, we are in the Diocese of Bismarck, North Dakota. And uh, we uh, are continue to have great guests uh, this show. We're in the second segment. And uh, uh, Father Jaden, uh, thank you very much again for the invite to come yeah, it's to, wonderful to, have you. to uh, Bishop Ryan High School. And uh, congratulations again to the to the Bishop Ryan Lyons fourth place finish less than 48 hours ago yeah. at the state class B boys basketball tournament. So uh, now going on to our next guest, uh, uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Dr. Samantha Bryans, the academic dean. Can you tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself and uh, uh, where you grew up? Maybe start there, and then uh, how did you get to? Uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools. Sure, yeah, good morning. Thank you for having me. I grew up um, the daughter of a colonel in the Army, so we moved often. And so we lived all over Europe and the United States and kind of switched around with schools and had a lot of good worldly experience in that dominion. And then went to college at the University of Nevada, Reno, to study public health, um, continued to do a master's in public health where I had the opportunity to develop a thesis that was accredited through the state of Washington and teach nurses about using UV light to decrease um, surgical site infection rates. And so that was kind of my first opportunity to get into the realm of teaching. And then shortly after, I started teaching for Minot State University and seven years later found myself at Bishop Ryan Catholic School. What a story. Mm -hmm. What a great story. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for being with us, uh, uh, Samantha. And now let's go to uh, uh, Tanya. Yes. Tanya Steckler, the elementary principal. God bless you for uh, your (laughs) yes to Catholic schools. And... uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to Bishop Ryan. Sure. Thanks so much for having us today. Um, Well, actually, I started my career after being a graduate from the University of Mary uh, quite a few years ago. And so I started my career at Bismarck Public Schools. I taught there for 12 years um, prior to moving here to Minot for a job that my husband took here. Um, We had always, I was a Catholic school graduate from St. Mary's in Bismarck, um, and we had chose to send our children to Catholic school. So when we moved to Minot, um, there was no other place to send our children other than Bishop Ryan because we needed a Catholic education for our children. And it worked out that there was an opening here at Bishop Ryan at the same time. So I think God just really provided um, a position for me. So I started that first year as a first grade teacher, and now I have been the elementary principal for the last nine years. Wow, I didn't realize nine years. Boy, time flies. Time flies, yes. Tanya. Wow. Yes. It's it's really remarkable when you look at the ways that God brings people uh, together uh, to form this community that we call a Catholic school. I look Amen. at, um, you know, yourself being with you here today, Mike, is just a pleasure. Mike was um, part of Dickinson Catholic Schools, Trinity High School back in the day. His uh, wonderful wife, Kathy, was my home ec teacher. That's right. And she, she wow. baked me some wonderful, you know, I... <laughs> I I have to say I, what, I, I used to play flag football in Mike's backyard. Yes, indeed. Back in the day, I, and I do remember Kathy that. Kathy brought out some chocolate chip cookies one time for us. 
and I've never forgotten those cookies. So he showed up yesterday with chocolate chip cookies for me from Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> Fresh out of the uh, out of the oven, they were just two and a half hours uh, uh, old. Yeah, but I think you know the 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 thing that brings us all together, right, sure. is this shared desire for our children to be raised in a context or in an environment in which God is present. And that's really at the heart of what Catholic education is about. It's, you know, it, sometimes we get um, distorted images, you might say, of what a Catholic school is, um, that it's about sports or it's about, um, you know, academics or it's about, but at the heart of all of that, you know, those things are great and, and they're good and we need to do those things. And we should do them uniquely as Catholic school uh, from our perspective of faith. But faith is the heart. It's the reason that we exist. And so I tell people when, when we hire or when we interview for a process of uh, filling a position here, uh, the first thing you need to know about working at Bishop Bryan is that the reason we exist hmm. is because it is a mission of the church to teach. It's that great commission of uh, our Lord in Matthew, uh, the end of Matthew's gospel. He says, go out into all of the world and baptize all nations, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, um, to paraphrase our Lord. And so the churches looked very um, closely at this great commission, and in our day and age, um, it has taken the form of institutional schools, ways to help support families in raising their kids, teaching them uh, about the gospel, as well as all of the other disciplines and sciences that come from God as well. So um, we're really, you know, it, it, we're really uh, privileged to have a great team. And I wanted uh, Dr. Bryan's and, and Mrs. Steckler here uh, to just share a little bit about what we're doing at Bishop Bryan. Um, we're, we've restructured kind of the way that we've done things. Um, Dr. Bryan's is an academic dean. It's a new position for us uh, last year. And so she's really developing this position, Mrs. Steckler, uh, has been an elementary principal for, uh, as she said, nine years. And we're trying to bring out um, a kind of uh, intellectual formation. We talked about human formation last se segment, but an intellectual formation that really um, prepares kids not only for college and career, but for life as a whole. So maybe, Dr. Bryans, if you could just say a little bit about how, you're, how you approach your, your position as the academic dean. Sure. Thank you for that question. Yeah, we, you know... As academic dean, we make sure that our K through 12 curriculum is aligned with North Dakota state standards, but we also work with a classical curriculum. And so we do focus a lot and foster a um, curriculum that is strong in grammar, logic, and rhetoric. So we want to make sure that our students are critical thinkers by the time they leave Bishop Bryan Catholic School and aren't just informed with the what in their curriculum, but the why and the how, and mm -hmm. that they have the ability to think about those things as they make informed choices moving forward. Yeah, I was reading something the other day that talked a lot about the 21st century standards and how actually underneath those standards are classical ideals. Um, when you talk about critical thinking, the, the, the words that we used for that for centuries Socratic. was Socratic dialogue mm -hmm. or, um, or logic or dialectic. Mm -hmm. um, this, this conversational approach to knowledge that really gets you to a place where you're understanding the truth of something through questioning. So maybe just explain a little bit about, you know, kind of how that uh, uh, f um, comes into our approach to education here. As far as the, the way we teach them to think critically? Yeah. Yeah. So we just want to make sure, you know, I think in times right now, we've kind of lost some civility in our discourse. And so we want our students to be able to take multiple perspectives on an issue and to not rule out 
any perspective until all solutions have been met. And so we really take the time to challenge our students in the way that they think um, and to provide them with multiple perspectives that come grounded in the truth, which first and foremost is through the gospel um, and then through worldly evidence. I I love the fact that you brought up civil discourse because... um Truly, we live within a culture and a society that has to learn how to talk to each other again and um, to listen. You know, listening is half of the battle. And listening, I, I, I'm a student of St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, he forms much of the way that I approach things. And Thomas Aquinas got a bad name for many centuries because he used sources like Aristotle and Plato and Cicero and Averroes, who was a Muslim philosopher, in his own theological work and um part of that was that he had this belief that truth can come from an abundance of different sources our job is to filter through that and to recognize truth in all of its forms not to say that um we're moral or religious relativists that way but that god is the one god the creator of all things and he can speak in various ways uh, that we have to be open to as Christians. So I, I, I really love that approach, and I think it's um, a very broad-minded uh, approach to, uh, to education. Yeah. Folks, if you're just joining us, uh, we're broadcasting live from Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools in Minot, North Dakota, and we're visiting with uh, Tanya Steckler, the elementary principal at Bishop Ryan, and also Dr. Samantha Bryans, the academic dean. And my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father Jaden Nelson, the president of uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, I hear your your conversation here. How exciting is that for, uh, I'm thinking of the parents out there uh, listening to this dialogue between, uh, you know, staff members here. And how exciting that is that, uh, you know, such things as uh, critical thinking and... uh, uh, you know, the, you mentioned earlier, Father Jaden, about, uh, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Catholic schools, what you're saying, the Catholic schools is an extension of the church, Correct. of the parish. Yep. And uh, strong Catholic schools mean strong parishes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a confusion, well, there's a competition there. But no, it's, it's an extension. Our Catholic schools is an extension of our, of our parish. Strong parishes means strong schools, like and vice versa. Absolutely, 100%. And, you know, it's set up in a certain way here in Minot that the four pastors of our four Catholic parishes are on our, our school board and take a very keen interest in making sure that what we do um, really upholds the values and, uh, and beliefs of, of the parishes that support us and sponsor us. Um, so, yeah, that's very important. I want to pivot a little bit here and just talk to, to you, Tanya, about, you know, you're, you've have such a breadth of experience in education and um, with those 12 years at at, uh, Bismarck Public Schools, for example, and then coming here and teaching here, um, what are some of the key differences or distinctions that you have seen um, as as an educator in both worlds? Mm -hmm. Um, So just in speaking with prospective families in exploring the option of Catholic school, one of the things that I always say is it's not that one of us is better than the other 
but that it is that we are different. And there is something unique about what a Catholic school provides in comparison to a public school. And so in looking at what is it that you really are seeking and desiring for your child as an ultimate end, right? There are some things that we think are um, really good. We have a lot of classes to offer in a public school. We have um, a lot of resources in a public school, those kinds of things. Um, and that can be very appealing and is um, those are wonderful and great things. But in looking at, you know, what is the goal of a parent and where are we seeking, right? We're trying to get our children to heaven. Mm-hmm. And so what is it that can help support us as parents? Because we know being a parent is never an easy job. Um, And so having a school behind you that can support you in that mission and that goal and raising your children and hoping that someday they're going to be, you know, continuing to practice their um, Catholic faith and that all of our children and our students that we're banding together to support that mission. Um, So I'm just thankful to be here and being able to do that because when I was in the public school, I absolutely could not, um, you know, bring up God or any of that with my students, even though I was trying to pray for them and all of those things behind the scenes. Um, It was a very disconnected approach in my way of teaching. Yeah, we have to take a break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Hold that thought, uh, Tanya. And uh, uh, folks, uh, we'll be right back after this break. We're visiting with uh, Mrs. Tanya Steckler, the elementary principal of Bishop Ryan, and also Dr. Samantha Bryans, the academic dean. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. Umary.edu. That's umary.edu. Hi, this is Father Joe Heron from the Diocese of Rapid City in South Dakota. You ever wonder what your gifts are? You know, sometimes in, in our diocese anyway, we've got this stewardship bush right now. And one of the questions that we ask is, uh, what are your gifts? People sometimes just draw a blank as though they have no gifts or maybe they've never thought of it before. But you know, sometimes the things that we have that are gifts, actually they might not be anything super flashy. I mean, if you look at the lives of the saints, sometimes they were just regular people. Actually, most of the time they were regular people. You know, maybe they're good at juggling, for instance. You know, that's, not everybody can do that, but like, how about you? You can listen to people, you can tell a joke, you got a sense of humor. Maybe you're a person that's uh, kind. Those are gifts that God has given you. And this is just an encouragement. Think about that. How can you use that? Maybe next time you're in a situation where you think that God's asking you to say something or do something, say a little prayer and let the Holy Spirit guide the gifts that God has given you. And let that be the way that you bring Christ into the world. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. 
This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're broadcasting live from Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools in Minot, North Dakota. That's in the Diocese of Bismarck. We're glad, we're so very glad that you joined us today. And uh, we're visiting with some outstanding uh, guests this morning. Uh, 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 Mrs. Steckler, the elementary principal here at Bishop Ryan, you were talking about your experience with public schools and uh, now uh, teaching and, and administering in a uh, Catholic schools and the, and the difference between the two. And, uh, yeah, but then we had to go to a break. So I ask you to hold that thought. Could you ex- unpack that a little bit more for us? Sure. Just that there is a disconnect in the way you can approach education in a public school versus in a Catholic school. Got it. For example, one of the things here at Bishop Ryan um, is making that connection even just in the literature that we're exposing our students to. So if we look at that, even at um, the elementary um, grade levels, what we're exposing our students to with um, what they're reading, we're trying to be intentional about making sure that those stories and literature are including the virtues. And so it's not just talking about, you know, who is in this story, what are they doing, all of those basic components of reading. We're trying to teach all of those components as well and those great skills. But along with that is just really looking at who is the character in this story and what um, what kinds of behavior was happening during this story? Was that behavior virtuous? Was it not? What makes it virtuous or not? Mm-hmm. Because um, we can, again, go back to there is an absolute truth, right? And so trying to recognize that. And so that foundation is built at that very primary level, starting in kindergarten, and then is continued on into the high school, um, where they, too, are reading good books. Well, this isn't uh, a novel idea, either. I think it's important to recognize that f- until recently... Um, we have always understood narrative or storytelling to be a, a moral process, that it's part of character formation. Um, just to point uh, out the fact that the reason that we have Homer's um, Odyssey today, the reason we have the, the great Homeric um, poems was because of their role as um, not only cultural identifiers for the Greek people, but also because they were ways in which they highlighted the virtues of what the ideal Greek would be. And, um, and this is, you know, across cultures, that there's this idea that we tell great stories in order to inspire people to greatness. Uh, and so in our day and age, we've kind of uh, imbibed this postmodern, I would call it a postmodern approach to things, which is basically that... Um, there is no ultimate meaning underneath things, that everything is perspective and everything is subjective. And so when you look to measure the quality of literature, um, you really have nothing left but technique. Um, and, and you can see this in the arts with painting and whatnot, but uh, content has been ripped out or gutted from uh, the importance of particular things that, that we present to our, our kids. And you, you can look at music, you can look at uh, uh, the visual arts, you can look at also um, novels, uh, writing uh, nonfiction and, and the way that we present this to the kids. So uh, here at Bishop Ryan, you know, as well as in so many other Catholic schools that that implicitly understand this, we know that what the liter- the literature that we want to teach and put in front of our kids is not only um, to be looked at from a kind of technical point of view. This is what Steinbeck did here, or this is what um, Jane Austen did. But rather, what is the heart of the story? What is the, the human story that is being presented? Because we all share that same human nature. 
and literature is one of the great mirrors of human nature for us. So what are some of the things that our kids read here? Um, maybe just to give an example. Oh, gosh, at the high school, middle school level, they are reading the Iliad and the Odyssey. Um, I think they're reading know. Dante. They're reading the Divine Comedy, I know, in one of the courses. Um, and so uh, Jane Eyre, I think, is one of the books that they're uh, that they've read in the last couple of years. So it's really, we're trying to be selective with the, the literature. I put them on the spot there. It's not, not <laughs> I'm English trying yet. to think yeah. what our teachers all teach. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's, it's one of the wonderful yeah. things about uh, when you think about, and, you know, it's, it's pertinent because what's been in the news recently, um, critical race theory, various things that are happening in classrooms around the country, not necessarily in our public schools, but <clears throat> around the country, um, were parents, you know, if there was one thing that COVID did, it was it took the veil back from what was happening in the classrooms because the classrooms were now in the living room and mom could or and dad could see what was going on on the tablet. And I think there were a lot of parents that were surprised, extremely surprised by what was going on, what was being taught in their particular uh, child's classroom. Uh, and, and that really changed their perspective and, and kind of has created this groundswell of interest now in education. I can tell you this, in terms of, we talk in political or election cycles with the news media, and I haven't heard this much talk about education nationally and school choice for a since a long, since I've been alive, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's some, there's some data that uh, shows from the NCEA that this is something that parents are thinking closely about again. You know, Catholic schools, um, we, we enjoy here in the United States the greatest, the most robust um, Catholic school system in the world. And it came out of this desire of the Catholic bishops at the beginning of our uh, great country's foundation, uh, our bishops' recognition that we needed to provide a cultural education to our kids that was in alignment with our Catholic faith. And so when every parish was built, the desire was really to have a school associated with that parish. The parochial school system got built up. But as time has gone on and funding models have changed and various things we could get into, um, Catholic schools have struggled for resources. And uh, as a result of that, there's been a decline in Catholic school enrollment over the last 30 years that's been pretty precipitous. But last year, after the the COVID uh, pandemic kind of began to lift, the Catholic school enrollment across the nation increased by uh, over 60,000 kids. A 3.8, wow. 3.8% is the first increase in two decades and the largest recorded increase by the National Catholic Education Association. So, um, Praise be to God, yeah, Father. A lot of good news. A lot of good news on that front. And, you know, I can think of nationally, um, the Archdiocese of Boston was uh, praised uh, nationally for their ability to keep kids in school. Right. Um, through this pandemic in face-to-face learning. We here at Bishop Ryan and throughout the the Diocese of Bismarck and in Fargo did a tremendous amount of work to keep our kids in the classroom. Uh, And so maybe, uh, Tanya, you were at the the tip of the spear there uh, with regard to keeping our kids in school, keeping our teachers teaching. Just maybe share a little bit with people what that was like for you over the last couple of years. Sure. Well, I remember the night, a Sunday night, when the governor said yeah. schools were being shut down. Don't we all? Yeah. Um, such a scary evening. And um, right away that following Monday, Father Nelson called in a whole team of us to meet together, and we started putting a plan together. We didn't have very much information at all from the state of what was going to be required and needed, and we were hard at work. And I'm 
proud to say I think we were one of the first schools um, in the state to have our plan submitted and ready and our teachers were all on board. Mm-hmm. Our teachers in you know wanted our students here in the worst way and so tried to make that situation of Um, being schooled at home the best it could be. Our teachers were um, doing a lot of um, online classes with students so they could still see face-to-face with students during that time. Every week, um, teachers were meeting with, and we had a little lineup of cars driving through so parents could drop off homework and pick up the new homework for the next week. Um, So we maintained that consistent, um, you know, feedback. Yeah. connection and feedback from teacher to student and parents so and none of our students impressive. fell through the cracks you know it was an amazing thing to to have a student you know our our, our student population at bishop Bryan is not entirely homogenous it's it, we really do have um pretty good diversity with regard to socioeconomic um yep. kind of factors and and whatnot and to be able to have that kind of connection throughout the entirety of the pandemic where kids didn't fall through the cracks was uh, for me one of the greatest um you know points of pride in in our faculty and in our our staff yeah we just have a few more uh, just a couple of minutes left uh but i would like to go back to a comment that you made uh, father Jaden, that uh, uh the the parents once they had their kids in their living room helping the teaching process, they were amazed or surprised to hmm. to to hear what the kids were learning. I think the listeners want to know more about that. I can attest to that one. All right, thank you. <laughs> Not only being an educator, but a Catholic mother and children who are here at Bishop Ryan. And I probably had 25 alarms set every day to stay on a pre-K schedule <laughs> and a third or second grade schedule so that I didn't miss math. I didn't miss reading. And just to see how much the teachers do, I praise them because I don't know if I could do it. And it wasn't just the teachers, but Mrs. Steckler was on reading with our students one-on-one over FaceTime too, which was really nice. So we really had the whole team here engaging with us parents so that we weren't left in the dark. Okay. Yeah. So any, uh, we, we have about one minute left. Any final thoughts, uh, uh, Tanya or uh, Samantha? You know, I, I, think, uh, I think what I learned today is, uh, you know, the, the importance of a parental involvement with, the, uh, uh, with their children. You know, we talked about uh, structure in, at home, structure at school. We talked about, uh, uh, you know, the teaching going on in the classroom and what has to happen at home and the, uh, the virtual classroom that happened here these last couple of years uh, just uh, was indica- indicative, indicative of the need for the team uh, yeah. teaching effort between home and school. And I just want to, you know, for our listeners out there, um, many of whom are parents or some who, you know, maybe your kids have graduated from school, how important it is for us to support Catholic school choice or just school choice in general so that our parents can have what they need for their kids. All right. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Lindsay Wald, the Director of Advancement and Foundation. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.